1: If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com.
0: Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details.
1: Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna less lethal pistol launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount.
0: Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
1: What's happening with Southwest Airlines? What's coming for this country? We're talking about that tonight. Plus, Oliver North on I'm Right. I'm going to tell you a little secret. And this is a secret everybody should know, but most people have no idea. On the left, right, Democrat, Republican, doesn't matter who you are. Most people have no idea about this secret. You ready for this? And then now you'll know and you can go tell everybody. You don't even have to tell them I told you. You know the system is scared of you, right? The system, remember what we call the, the government and entertainment and education and the the departments of the government and every single part of this society even sports now they all believe the same thing and they're all against you and they apparently have all this power right it's all the leaders all the rich people all the all the powerful people you know they're scared to death of you what are they scared of they're scared of the fact that one day you're going to wake up and you will You will. Maybe that's today. Now, you're watching. I'm right, so you're probably already awake. But the system understands full well. They only get to maintain their power and control over you as long as you think they have all the juice. You have all the juice. The numbers, there are tens of millions of people who think exactly like you. They know that. They want you to believe, oh, we'll send the FBI. Are you going to disagree with LeBron James? But what about what your professor said? They want you to believe you're surrounded and losing and have no chance. They're scared to death that one day the tens of millions of Americans might wake up and look around and say, no, we're not doing this anymore. What's happening right now with Southwest Airlines is probably something you could, you should mark down on your calendar. This could be the part. This could be part of something huge, the beginning of something enormous, and maybe a gigantic revival of freedom here in the United States of America. Now, in case you don't know what I'm talking about, over the weekend they canceled 1,800 or so flights. That's a lot of flights. Uh, why? Where's, where's this going? I, I don't understand. Why, why would they cancel flights? Well, here's the real reason. And I know this because I've seen private text messages. We now have people coming out saying it kind of publicly. Southwest half acknowledging it, but not really. What's happening? Well, Southwest decided they were going to get in on Joe Biden's vaccine mandate. Remember, they don't have to. They chose to do this all on their own all the people who run that company looked around and said yep we're gonna make them all get a vaccine or they're fired well when's that take effect takes effect in november in november okay so jesse what are you talking about it's october i don't know what you mean if you're a pilot stewardess and you know you're not going to take the vaccine and let me just say as a brief side note A gigantic percentage of pilots in this country, commercial airline pilots, are actually military-trained first. Huge percentages of these guys were Air Force, Navy, Marine Corps-trained pilots, and then they go be pilots. So we're talking about probably a real strong group of patriots. Setting that aside, they told them, hey, November, get the jab or you're fired. It's October. What are they all doing? They're taking their paid vacation and sick leave days now so they can get paid to sit home, one, and two, so they can hurt Southwest before the day comes that they're actually fired. This was a massive, what they call sick out, where they simply got together and decided, we're done. We're done. We're out. We're absolutely out. And we have an internal memo of Southwest that got leaked. They put out an official statement, of course, saying had nothing to do with vaccine protests. It was, quote, air traffic control issues and disruptive weather. Don't worry. We're going to get to something here in a second. But that's weird. It was disruptive weather. I mean, we're talking one of the main hubs of this was Jacksonville. That was, wow, that's that's northern Florida. because. I I took a look at the weather over the weekend and, man, this this doesn't look like weather that would ground Southwest flights. I mean, unless I'm mistaken, right down there in that lower right-hand corner of America, I'm pretty sure that's Florida, and there doesn't look like any weather at all. Now, before I move on here for a second, because Southwest claims it's weather, and we're going to go on to some other lies they're being told. You do remember my sky is green theory, right? Everyone who knows this is rolling their eyes. I'm going to say it again for those who don't. I have a theory, and that theory is you could, at this point in time, convince at least half the country the sky is green. You could convince them of anything, but you could convince them the sky is green. And When I tell people that, people immediately look up at the sky and say, Uh, What are you talking about? The sky is blue. Everyone has two eyes. They can look up and see. I'm looking at the sky, Jesse. The sky is blue. But no, you don't understand the power of a corrupt system where they all believe the same thing and they all have the same goal, so they all work together. If the system decided tomorrow that the sky was green, you would have every major Democrat politician standing up giving speeches about the green sky. In very short order. You'd have news program after news program after news program about the sky being green and the sky's green and the sky's green. And let's bring on this expert. He's this nerd scientist from Harvard. Do- so, uh, it's doctor, uh, what happened with the sky? Well, it's been green all along. I have 10 million doctor's degrees. I know what I'm talking about. Soon Hollywood would get on the action. They'd be producing movies where the sky was green in the background. Sitcoms will be talking about the sky being green. Our late-night comedians like Jimmy Kimmel and others will be doing jokes about how stupid the sky is blue people are. Gosh, they're so dumb. What Neanderthals. Your children will begin learning about this very early in school, and then in college they would get to the point they'd have to pass an entrance exam saying the sky was green, or they wouldn't get into college and or get a degree. The major sports stars and actors and actresses with three million followers on Instagram We'll be doing little videos about how cool the green sky is. In very short order, over half of America would simply believe the sky is green no matter what their eyes tell them. The system is going to start doing this now. I'm going to go into the Southwest thing here in a second, but I want to prepare you for something that's coming. We've avoided a lot of the pain from the COVID lockdowns Temporarily, We just kick the can down the road and there's a lot of pain coming. Supply chain problems, empty shelves. I mean, a lot of pain is coming. I want you to understand something so you're ready. The pain that's coming is not something they're going to be able to lie about or cover up. They've done two years now of covering things up and lying. You can't cover things up when the average person walks in the grocery store and the bread's not there anymore. You, there's nothing to cover up. When you go in a department store and you're looking to buy some Christmas gifts and all the, stu- all the shelves are empty, you can't cover that up anymore. So the system is simply going to move on and they're going to do something else. They're going to lie to you about the reasons why. They'll either make up complete reasons like, like, it was the bad weather. They'll just make up a reason out of nothing. Or you'll see a lot of this too. Without explanation, nobody seems to know why. When all these things happen and they are going to happen, remember, it's not difficult. All these things are happening because of coronavirus restrictions and vaccine mandates. There's not a second explanation. That's why they're all happening. So how did this play out here? Well, Southwest, of course, told a little fib, uh, was the bad weather? Okay. Well, the system had to get in on that lie too. The FAA and the partially taxpayer funded NPR and Washington Post all got in on the cancellations and not a single one of them, not one, mentioned vaccine mandates. We have several leaked text messages and emails by now from pilots. We know that's what it was. And yet the system lied to you about it. I will give the Palmer report. It's a huge communist, well, huge, it's a communist thing. They were at least honest about what they saw and what it was and what they feel. Quote: This attempt by the unvaccinated Southwest Airline employees at crippling US air travel is the latest reminder that it's a very short distance from anti-vaxxer to domestic terrorist. Which reminds me, who is that guy? i trying to think of his name. He has a television show. I believe it's on the 1st, and he's been telling you for a couple years now the left was trying to find a way to label you, the normal person, as a domestic terrorist so they would be able to use the forces of government against you. Who is that person? His name starts with a J, everybody. That's right. That was me. Told you. And look... Don't think for one second this is Southwest. This is just a Southwest Airlines thing, Jesse, I'm not flying, Jesse, I don't fly Southwest. This is coming. This is coming for more airlines. This is coming for the trucking industry. This is coming for entire law enforcement agencies. This is coming for the military. This is coming for healthcare workers. And that's just the beginning. And before I play this American Airlines pilot for you, and I praise him for what he said, I want you to be perfectly clear about something. Yes, we have this huge economy, and it's complicated, and there's all these million moving parts that nobody fully understands, but you have to understand how linked it all is and how brittle it is. When I say brittle, I mean the trains have to run on time. This ship must to get here and then have a truck taking it right away to here in order for this train to get here and then that train to get there and this vendor here. It must work together. It must work on time. Your financial system, your nation cannot survive in even 5% disruption of its workforce. It will cause mass pain. This American Airlines pilot, I'm sad to say, is one of the most patriotic people I've seen from the right in the past couple years. Good for him.
0: I've been an airline pilot for 18 years, and now I'm facing an ultimatum. Not a choice, but an ultimatum. I'm being told in order to continue my career as an airline pilot, I must be vaccinated, which really means I have to choose between putting food on the table for my family and my freedom of choice. Soon... We will not remember what it was like to have the freedoms we once did. Our children and our grandchildren will experience less freedom, and they won't have the privilege or the pleasure to enjoy the same choices our parents had or that we have. You may support the vaccine mandates because they fall in line with your current beliefs. But if we let this happen now, there will be a day when what you're told to do will not fall in line with your beliefs. If we do not stand together and fight back in one voice soon, we could be told where to live, what job we will do, what religion to believe and how many children we can have. Do you really want someone telling your children or your grandchildren what, when, and how they will live every minute of their lives? It's time we take a stance. It's time we fight for our freedom of choice while we still can join us
1: men. And before I move on, I just want to actually clarify this for everybody. I support each and every worker in this country who tells their tyrannical employer to stuff it, walk out, rebel, punish the system. They're scared to death of you. The one thing they can't have is you not complying, walk out, bring them down. Make them beg you to come back. Beg you, and even then, don't come back until they promise to leave you alone. Oh, it's not just the airline industry, like I just said. Amtrak have to make adjustments because of, quote, crew issues. Remember, the sky is green. 40% of the police department in Seattle, they're prepared to lose their jobs. Hundreds of thousands of people in the United States military still have not been vaccinated. And L.A.'s county sheriff came out and said already, "Uh, I'm not enforcing any vaccine mandate. Why? I can't afford to lose 10 percent of the sheriff's department. Good for him. And this is a time now. This will be a time where normal people must become brave souls. Maybe you don't think that's you. I would say you're probably underselling yourself. This is a 16-year-old girl in Colorado, or in Idaho, I'm sorry, 16-year-old girl, straight A student. She wouldn't wear a mask in school. She refused to put on her mask in school. She was fined and arrested for it, handcuffed. You're looking at a 16-year-old girl in handcuffs. You know what? One, shame on this country. Two, that girl can play for my team anyway. Now, let me ask you something. If a 16-year-old girl has the guts to get cuffed by a cop and hauled off to jail, shouldn't you have the guts? Shouldn't I have the guts when, prevented, when presented with these choices? Colorado State, they're flat out threatening to arrest unvaccinated students now. That's how crazy this has been. Now, I want to point something else out. As you know, I'm not anti-vaccine. I've told you before, I am not taking this one, and I'm not taking this one for a few reasons. I might as well just lay them out for you again. I'm 40 years old, and I'm not obese. I'm not really old. I have no pre-existing conditions. I also do not kneel for tyrants. I was at the point in the beginning, I would have waited for a while to see how it shook out, And then I probably would have gotten it eventually, at least maybe, now I will never get it. There's nothing you could do to make me get it just because you tried to make me. I'm a free American. But back to the wait and see thing, I believe in waiting and seeing on everything, everything. I I don't buy the new phone. I think this is like three generations old right here. I don't buy the new phone when it comes out. Whenever something new comes out, I wait and I see. That's all. I don't need to be the first one to have anything. I'm just going to wait and see. That was the approach I was going to take. And so I see stories like this. And I have to tell you, it perks my ears up. Pfizer has decided to vaccinate everyone in a Brazilian city over the age of 12 to study the safety and efficacy of the vaccine. I'm sorry? What's that now? I'm not sure which part of this is creepier. They're going to vaccinate everyone in this town. Do people have a choice in this matter? That's one, two. We have like 60%, 70% of American adults have already been vaccinated. Now you're doing a study? Now you're doing the study about how safe it is, how well it works? Gee, I don't know. That almost seems like something that probably should have been done before three-fourths of America took it. I tell you what. Whew. These people, these are not good people. Make your own choices and think for yourself. You're going to have to become that way. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. We got a great show for you tonight. I can't wait to talk to Oliver North. We got Pastor Daryl Scott. It's going to be a good night, but first. I have people ask me a lot where I buy my holster, where I buy my gear. I buy everything at Northwest Retention Systems. I'll be honest with you, I don't even look anywhere else. I love their designs. Everyone loves their designs. Everyone loves my join-or-die holster. That's my concealed carry holster. They have a million great designs. Thin blue line, Trump stuff, 1776 stuff. They have great designs, and I like that. Don't get me wrong. I like the designs. It's the quality that means everything to me. If they didn't have any great designs, I would still buy from there because everything is custom-made, custom-made, and custom-made right here in America. I buy everything from Northwest Retention Systems. Go to nwretention.com. That's nwretention.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE. That will get you 10% off. We got a great show for you. We'll be back.
2: What do you make of these really terrible polls? Uh, Are they that he's doing something wrong? Is it just the
1: communication? Or is it he's doing the popular things that have to be done? Or
2: something else? Sure. Well, look, I would say that this is a really tough time in our country. We're still battling COVID. uh, And a lot of people thought we'd be through it. We still have a quarter of the country who have, uh, less than that, uh, 20% of the country, who have decided not to get vaccinated. No question that's having an impact.
1: Of course it's the unvaccinated and it, look these are tough times <laughs> joining me now to talk about that and other things is my friend pastor daryl scott he's also the author of the book nothing to lose unlikely allies in the struggle for a better black america pastor haven't you heard it's those dirty unvaccinated they're killing biden's poll numbers
2: yes they are my reply to jen Psaki's statement is this let's go branded that's what those polls are really saying those polls are negative those polls are positive they're saying let's go branded that's what everybody is saying
1: hundred percent they're they're being very very supportive right now of brandon in this country extremely supportive and pastor one thing honestly in all seriousness one thing that came out about these polls is it's not as if he's underwater he's always going to be underwater with me and i you're never going to like him i get that but normal americans he's underwater on every issue pastor every issue it's not just afghanistan or just the economy they look at the whole thing and they think this guy sucks
2: they absolutely do. And he, for the record, and this is on the record, Joe Biden does suck. Now, let's get that out <laughs> the way, make sure we establish that as a baseline talking point. But the thing is this. A lot of the things that even Jen Psaki mentioned, such as COVID, the reason Americans are so disappointed was because during the campaign, and especially in the debates last year, I was at the one in Cleveland, he uh, very uh, dogmatically stated that I'm going to defeat COVID, within a couple of months, when I get into office, I'm going to defeat COVID. I'm going to follow the science and defeat COVID. And the COVID numbers are actually worse under him than they were under Trump. So far with a couple of months, two and a half months left in 2021, more people have died of COVID in 2021 than died uh, under Trump in 2020. And so they're finding out that this guy is a liar. He doesn't seem to care. He did all those executive orders at first. He undid a lot of things that were good for America. He walks off without taking press conferences. He doesn't make himself accountable to this country. And everyone can see that this entire administration is full of more crap than a Christmas turkey. Well,
1: Thanksgiving turkey. Or a turkey day. I guess... Well, I mean, I don't eat turkey on Thanksgiving or Christmas, Pastor. I think this is one of those traditions in America that is garbage. I think you should go get something special, not a big dry piece of meat like turkey. Go get lobster or something like
2: that. But let me ask you this, Jesse. If that's the case, then you don't eat turkey at all. Because nobody else eats turkey other than Thanksgiving. You're not going to the restaurant saying, well, let me have the turkey special. Or anything like you. that. Thank you.
1: Thank you. So if I'm never walking in a restaurant with a thousand options to eat and I never order the turkey, what makes it special, God, getting stuck
2: with it that day? Hey, man, it's one of the unknown mysteries of life.
1: All right, we're going to set that aside now before I get a bunch of hate mail, one more than I normally do. I'm going to play you, speaking of coronavirus, I I really enjoyed this little gem from Dr. Fauci. Watch this.
2: How long do you think it will be until it's safe for vaccinated people to once again be indoors without a mask you know i it's always tough to predict that
1: pastor now correct me if i'm wrong i was i've been waterboarded with get the vaccine so it can protect you get the vaccine so it can protect you get the vaccine so it can protect
2: you so i have to ask why do vaccinated people need a mask and you forget about this part remember early on The mask is to prevent COVID from going out, not to prevent it from coming in. And so now I've got the vaccination to keep it from coming in. And now I have the mask to keep it from going out. But what? How can it go out if it never gets in? (laughs) Listen, that gnome, you know, Fauci is secretly, well, not secretly, he's a gnome. G-N-O-M-E. He's a gnome. Look at him. You can't tell me this guy's not a gnome. Fauci has been, he's been flip-flopping, the entire time. A lot of his flip-flops they gave President Trump the blame on. He will repeat in public what Fauci told him in private. And oftentimes Fauci would say in in public too. And they would always blame Trump for Fauci's misdeeds. I don't even know how this guy still has a job. He's a fake. I call him Fauci instead of Fauci.
1: I know exactly how he still has a job. He, he's a screw-up, so he works for the government. That, that gets you promoted in the government, but that's another story entirely. All right, Pastor, over the weekend, Southwest had some delays, and I've been told repeatedly that it was the weather. Despite sunshine and clear skies, it sure looks like people are starting to get organized and fight back to me.
2: Well, listen, Southwest stated that their um, delays were because of weather patterns, and so I had to do some research on this, and I did a deep dive, and I found out that they upset... You know, we talk, talk about not only the universe, but we say that there are multiverses out here. The Southwest Airlines ticked off somebody in the Marvel Universe and the DC Universe. They ticked off Thor, the God of Thunder. They ticked off Storm from the X-Men, and as a result, Storm and Thor collaborated to target Southwest Airlines' weather patterns. <laughs> I hope nobody believes that. Oh, no, no, Look, they'll, they'll probably sell you on that next.
1: It's so true. I mean, what, what in the world? Who's going to believe this? But you know what? I take that back. Half the country will. All right, finally. How much did it cost you to fill up your car? I, I'm looking at
2: $74. What? What? On a mid-sized car. It's not even a big car. A mid-sized car that says um, high test only. So I had no choice. I had to buy the 93 octane. It was $3.90, almost 95 cents a gallon. I was on E. I filled it up, 74 bucks. Used to cost me half of that to fill it up. It used to cost me half of that. I could fill it up before for less than $40, not $74. Let's well, go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, let's
1: let's go, Brandon. Hey, at least the president's very nice, everybody. I hope you're enjoying that at the pump. You know, Pastor Daryl Scott, tweets. thank you so much, sir.
2: Thanks, man, for having me. God bless
1: you. Appreciate you. All right. Your home. I I, I don't think you need to be evicted at this point in time, right? I I certainly don't want to be evicted at this point in time. Go get home title lock, because this is how home title theft works. Your home title's online. No matter who you are, if you own a home, your home title's online. Meaning all these hackers, they spend all this time trying to hack into it. Now, what are they going to do if they get it? They get it. They forge your signature on it. It looks totally real. They did it to me. You should see it. And I mean, it convinced me, my own signature, and my wife's, both on the home title. They forge your signature on it. Go take a loan out against it. Sometimes several, three or four loans against it. They take off with all the cash. You have to pay that loan back. Or you have to pay tens of thousands of dollars in legal fees to unwind it. Or they'll just come evict you from your home. This is happening as we speak. Go get HomeTitleLock.com right now so it never happens to you. HomeTitleLock.com. All right. We have uh, the great Colonel Oliver North next. Hang on. Well, this is pretty much my favorite interview ever. Every time I get to have him on, it's an honor for me. Joining me now, Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North, who really doesn't need an intro, but allow me to give him one. He was, of course, counterterrorism coordinator on Reagan's NSC staff, CEO of Fidelis Publishing, and is the, uh, he's the author of the book We Didn't Fight for Socialism. Colonel, I'm going to begin with the Taliban. Um, we are apparently getting punked once again by these people on the world stage. They're not going to help fight extremism. There's a rumor floating out there. We're going to be giving them humanitarian aid. Colonel, how much more embarrassing can our foreign policy
3: get? Oh, it's going to. Uh, you went after the Communist Chinese take over Bagram Air Force Base, or Bagram Air Base. It was the best military installation in all of Southwest Asia. The Communist Chinese are right now negotiating with the Taliban to give them the rights to it. They're gonna pay for it, of course, and the Taliban needs money. It's it's gonna be enormous bribes with the the Communist Chinese gaining control of that base. And of course, limiting what we can do in that part of the world. That means we're not gonna certainly launch an air attack on what's left out there of the billions and billions of dollars worth of equipment we left behind. So it's about to get a whole lot worse, I can tell you that. Colonel, uh, some of us,
1: that would be you, are highly decorated officers in the Marine Corps. Some of us were very average NCOs. Would you please explain for people like me why Bagram is important?
3: Well, Bagram gave us the ability to launch, first of all, search and recovery assets. So we keep hearing from Biden that he's got this over-the-horizon capability. We don't. If you needed proof of that, all you'd have to do is look at what happened on the 29th with a unmanned aerial vehicle, not a drone, launching a Hellfire missile, killing an AID contractor. AID, by the way, is Agency for International Development. And we killed him and seven children in that vehicle because we really don't have an over-the-horizon capability. We don't have any ability to launch recovery missions for aircraft of ours that go down. We've obviously seen that they're not gonna do anything to support any kind of resistance movement out of this government. We can't even figure out how many Americans are still left on the ground. Green card holders and SIVs, that's the special immigrant visas held by, or at least processed by, our government for those who helped us out. There were tens of thousands of them the Communist Chinese and the Russian GRU are helping to hunt them down and kill them, murder them in horrible atrocities right in front of their women and children and and townspeople around.
1: Colonel, can you explain why the Chinese and the Russians are getting involved here so heavily? And they are involved, obviously. Why? Why? Why are they jumping right in as we left?
3: Well, the Communist Chinese and the Russians love the fact that we've just totally humiliated ourselves with the exit that we pulled at the end of August. That departure is not a success, unlike what the president said. It has certainly not given us leverage. You talk about leverage over the Taliban. There is no such thing. They have all the leverage. They're called hostages. The word Ronald Reagan hated more than anything else other than Soviet empire. And what you're looking at is them taking advantage of our disastrous retreat, totally self-inflicted. The retreat, the, the leaving Americans as hostages, hostages, and all of that real estate that was so useful to us, like Bagram. There were six other bases that were in the same general category, but none nearly so effective as Bagram.
1: Colonel, I'm gonna ask a question and it may take you a half hour to answer, and that's fine, but what is wrong with our foreign policy? How do all these fancy brains and fancy degrees and fancy generals, how do they get it wrong every single time. What is, what is missing? What's wrong? Well,
3: we hear him say it all the time, that, quote, the buck stops here. That was, of course, where Harry Truman's, that was right there on Harry Truman's desk. So he'd look at it before he had to make a decision. And Harry Truman had to make some very tough decisions. What we've got now at the top of the pyramid at the five-sided wastebasket we call the Pentagon is a crowd of officers who were selected originally to be promoted from colonel or captain in the U.S. Navy or Coast Guard all the way up to brigadier general, and they were all screened by the so-called Obama administration before they got those ranks. And what you're now looking at is everybody who's a four-star, three-star, or a four-star, whether it, regardless of what service they're in, they were all handpicked by Obama way back when. Trump, Trump didn't get to make many appointments as lieutenant general. He got to pick Milley, and Milley, of course, was screened before just to make brigadier general. By the Obama administration, the Secretary of Defense Austin is a, is a, quite frankly he's a a person who is incapable of telling the President of the United States this is wrong. Nobody stood up at the eleventh hour and said what we're what we're going to do is going to be catastrophic. We heard that from Milley and from all of the, the three of them sitting there at the table before both the House and the Senate committees, and yet none of them quit. None of them said, oh, what we're going to do is going to be disastrous, and it has been disastrous. And all of that because someone else is giving advice to the president of the United States. God knows who it is. We've heard all kinds of speculation as to who it might be. We know who it isn't. It's the people who are supposed to be giving him military advice, and he's ignoring it. Now, is he ignoring that because he's not competent to make a proper decision, or is it because... There's leverage being exerted against him by the communist Chinese. We need to ask those kinds of questions. And that's why I've suggested now for for weeks, what ought to happen is there ought to be a congressional joint, exactly bilateral, have no no political twists in it whatsoever, commission. I've got a little familiarity with a presidential commission. It went on for months and they got the right answers. They got the truth. We've not had that. You can't do that in five minute intervals like they did it in the House and the Senate committees, you, by the time you get to start explaining something, time is up, and the committees enforce that. What we need is that kind of bipartisan com- commission. That's co- that's what it's called. It ought to be called a commission, and they ought to convene it now and take whatever time it, it takes to, for example, get the get the transcripts of the phone calls that, that Milley made. Get the transcript of the of the 90-minute telephone call. That this president had with Xi, with Xi Jinping, yeah, Xi Ping in the aftermath he bragged about the fact that he talked for 90 minutes. What was it about? It, it, they said it was a frank and, and open uh, exchange. Well, it's it's not unless the American people can find out from those who have the authority, and they deserve to have that authority. It's called oversight over over our armed forces and our national security. It's this is a disaster. And somebody needs to be held accountable. As thus far, no one has been,
1: Colonel. I want to ask you about your book. We didn't fight for socialism. Obviously, big fan of the title. Would you please explain what it's about? What you're talking about?
3: Sure. Look, I've got the, it's hanging right up there, right behind me. Thank you, Jesse, for putting that up. It's by the way, it's available in any great bookstore or go up online. You can get it online. You can go to Amazon. You can go to my website, and actually, I think you get it get a $2 discount, I think, on my website if you go to olivernorth.com. Look, this is all about the Biden legacy of a socialist revolution. It's the progressive promise to transform America, the disastrous policies that destroyed our energy independence, the XL pipeline. They stopped fracking on public land. It's going to be the most expensive gas in a a decade. What do you see the cost of trying to heat your home this winter? The spending is out of control. Trillions on the so-called Green New Deal, plus the human infrastructure, plus massive new taxes and inflation. Why? Because they want to have total control in the government against us. You're also going to see things like a tax on the Second Amendment. You're going to see the southern border continue to be wide open to illegal entry, which is a job killer for legal Americans. You're going to see free medicine, free schooling, probably college, free college, for all the illegals who come into this country. You've got the Afghanistan debacle, which we just talked about, which destroyed our credibility. You've got the Taiwanese president, Sing Tsing Wen, who said yesterday that her country won't bow to the PRC's Xi Jinping's threats. Beijing is increasing its military and political pressure on Taiwan every day. And Taiwan is now gonna spend more than they've ever spent on defense. They're having Americans go over there and advise them on how to do better. Chinese have laid out a path for Taiwan that does not allow for free and democratic way of life or sovereignty. Xi Jinping has said Saturday, Taiwan independence separates the biggest obstacle to achieving the reunification of the motherland and the most serious hidden danger to national rejuvenation. Xi Jinping is getting ready to exercise his military against what what we've long viewed since 1979. We've long viewed the People's Republic of China as different than the, the government on Taiwan, and and what we're about to see is exercising their military muscle. They've been doing overflights every day last week. The, those kinds of things across the Taiwan Straits aren't just to determine how effective the people's, uh, the, excuse me, the Republic of China's air, anti-aircraft systems are. They're also checking to see whether the Americans are going to stand up to this. And thus far, all you've heard are weasel words coming out of the White House. It's it's a very dangerous situation,
1: Colonel. Thank you so much for your time tonight. I appreciate you again, everybody. The book is "We Didn't Fight for Socialism." Highly recommend you go to the Colonel's website to get it. Save yourself some money. Thank you, Colonel.
3: Sacrifice, Jesse. God bless.
1: Sacrifice, sir. Whew. He always hits us with the truth, right? All right, now. I know financial times are not exactly easy right now. We talked about it last week. $175 a month, that's what the average American family right now is getting hit with. For people who were already in debt, maybe out of work, maybe you're struggling, they can't withstand these costs. And right now people are they are holding up their bank statements and they're not liking what they're seeing. Credit cards, signature loans, internet loans, department store cards. I, I get it. Don't stare at your debt and give up. That's the one thing you can't do. Don't give up. Don't be too embarrassed to ask for help. Everybody gets in a bind in some way in their life. Everybody needs some help. Total financial freedom. They've been helping people just like you for 15 years. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. There's not some, oh, I'm too bad. They could never help me. Every single customer who calls them thinks that way, and yet they're out there helping people. Sometimes they're cutting monthly payments in half. Call 877-332-8291. That's 877-332-8291. Make sure you tell them Jesse told you to call. They're going to give you an extra something special, okay? 877-332-8291. We will be right back with uh, a little tribute to Christopher Columbus. Hang on. I just wanted to take a quick moment and talk about Christopher Columbus, because this is Columbus Day. And I want to caution all parents out there specifically talking to you, be careful about the history your child consumes, because this is what's happened in the United States of America. We decided that we're going to look back on everything we ever were and everyone who ever accomplished anything And we're going to judge all of them as if we're superior beings and they were just terrible barbarians instead of just studying history the good the bad and most people are both by the way pretty much all of us the good the bad the ugly the evil we study history here in an honest way that's what we should do we should study it in an honest way not from a judgmental standpoint and shouldn't we honor bravery They've decided to start trashing Columbus for this or trashing Columbus for that. Do you have any idea the guts it takes to put yourself on a wooden sailing ship and aim it west without any idea whether or not you're going to actually land somewhere? You understand when you push away from the dock You might very well die of thirst or starvation or be eaten by a shark after your ship is taken in by a storm. There was no GPS. There was no weather app. This human being took a ship and aimed it west and just started sailing. That is bravery I can honor. Was Christopher Columbus perfect? No. Guess what? There's only been one perfect man to walk the earth. None of us are good for Christopher Columbus. This world was built on men with the guts to do stuff like that. I salute you, Mr. Columbus, now and always. Now, I don't want people to think that I am some kind of barbarian, though, right? Oh, Jesse, there's a new day. It's called Indigenous People's Day. Okay, I understand that. You understand how sensitive I am to people's feelings. So coming up next we are going to also pay homage to Indigenous Peoples' Day. Hang on. All right, it's time to lighten the mood. I know we just paid homage to Christopher Columbus, and as you know, as you know, I'm sensitive. I understand when other people are sensitive to certain topics, and so I understand there's a huge part of this society That wants to recognize today, not as Columbus Day, but as Indigenous Peoples Day. And unlike many of my colleagues on the right, I believe they deserve to have a voice. So without further ado, let's set aside all that Columbus garbage and let's pay homage to Indigenous Peoples Day. There we go. Um, I'm
2: glad for everybody who's joining this video. It's
0: great to hear from you. Hold on a sec. I'm gonna get me um a beer. Hey! Over my husband Bruce hey. is now in here. Um, you want a beer? No, I'll pass on the beer for now. You sure? Come beer. over and say with Yes. So hey. this is my sweetie. Hello. Um, he's the best. And i am praise I love you. I love you too. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Pleasure. I'm glad you're here. Enjoy your beer.
1: Thank you for being here. Just kills me. It's his house. (laughs) All right. Quit that. Enough of that. By the way, if you'd like to celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day more, may I recommend you go to thefirsttv.com slash store for our Land of the Fui, Home of the Brave t-shirts. I may or may not have been involved in the design of that shirt. Go enjoy yourself. I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs)